officially the very first episode of our Get Local podcast. Uh, so you're either, you're either listening Ooh, no. to us or you're uh, you're watching us. Yeah. Um, or we both. Have, we have faces for radio, not for video. So uh, <laughs> we recommend the audio version. But uh, I don't even have a voice for radio. That's yeah. the sad part. So I'm JD Mixon and I'm Michael Hazleaf. All right, and today we are here with Mr. Marcos Evo Monstioka, the city administrator for the city of Okeechobee. Glad to be here, guys. Hey, we're glad to have you, brother. <laughs> it's still and early. I, you might not be so yeah. happy. <laughs> Worst case, I get up and leave. You know what I mean? <laughs> a little well, bit about uh, Marcos. Uh, I have a glowing resume here with oh. all your experience. <laughs> just and glad he cut it down to just I know, back just, of one sheet. I know. I, I really oh, expected a lot more. But he did use small font, That's so true. that was that was nice. But um, before you came to the city as administrator, you were with the um, Public Works Department in Belglade yep. for Works several department. years, Public Works Director. And also, it looks like you've done numerous projects for different counties, the city of Pahokee, Belglade, Pahokee, Pahokee, Highlands, <laughs> South Florida, Water District. Uh, wow. Quite an extensive resume, buddy, of uh, engineering projects. That's, That's the other thing people don't know. You're also a certified engineer. I'm a professional engineer. A Love it. Professional. <laughs> and uh, just last year, weren't you the... Uh, the president of uh, the statewide uh, engineering well, organization? Florida Engineering Society. Florida Engineering uh, Society. So that statewide organization, happy. I'm finally past president. Really great place <laughs> to be. Hey, it, I, I know this from an organization that I'm involved in and have some responsibilities, but uh, uh, in, in some way there wasn't quite as much to do so far for 2020. But uh, in other ways, it made things a lot more difficult. For so, us, a lot more difficult. A lot yeah. more. Just trying to get things put together. Well, it's exciting to see everything that's on your resume here. It is uh, quite impressive, sir. The question, you're engineers, uh -oh. so you kind of excel in putting things together. So well, We do, we do. Clearly never worked with an engineer. <laughs> Just no one. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it takes more than one. We have to get oh, everybody okay. together to do it. Right, right. <laughs> So one thing I'm excited about with you, Marcos, is um, and just how this is going to work for us. Uh, you're our first interview, and yeah. we've got so much to talk about that we're planning to break this down into a few different episodes. Yeah. Um, so everybody knows the things that we're going to talk about are the uh, red light that's being installed at 9th Street on 441 North, mm -hmm. just north of the railroad tracks. Uh, EV, uh, that's electric vehicle charging stations that are right by the city PD and city hall. <laughs> Uh, the Wawa uh, convenience store. I don't even feel right calling that a convenience store, but the no, Wawa yeah. that's that's being constructed right there in the middle of the town. Uh, improvements that are being made to Flagler Park, and I'm not even going to talk about what all those improvements are because you got to wait around yeah. for that episode yeah, because there's that, some that's cool gonna, stuff. It's going to be a lot more than just ten minutes, too. Yeah, you know, come on. <laughs> and then also Centennial Park and right. some of the cool stuff that you got going on over there. So you know, there's a lot of stuff that we're going to be discussing. And uh, again, we're going to break this up into a few different episodes so everybody doesn't have to sit here with us for six hours straight. We're expecting six hours, right? Yeah, at least. Hey, at but least. if they want to, but if it's going to be available, to, yeah. If they, yeah. My wife won't hang out with me for 15 minutes, so I don't think <laughs> uh, we're getting six hours. Um, but, you know, we want to start this out with a little bit of, yeah. uh, a little bit of fun. Let's, let's, let's. No, there's very serious questions up front. Actually, okay. you're right. Very these serious questions very... up front. We need to get these answers clearly defined because it's going to let us know about a lot about you and who you are yeah, okay yeah yeah uh so we'll start off we'll start off easy um again these are hard-hitting questions we had these come in from all over the room <laughs> if you were stuck on an airplane for eight hours who would you want to be stuck with and why 
And if you say your wife, you literally have to leave. <laughs> Cannot be a family member. Has to be someone in history. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'll tell you what. <laughs> I don't know. That's a good one. Won't be Amelia Earhart, i tell you that. Um, <laughs> so I don't know. <laughs> My guess would be just a decent pilot, because I can handle being on the plane for eight hours with a pilot. So you don't, engineers should think different, man. Oh. You're wanting to know what's going on with the yeah, plane. Yeah, I want to know, hey, are, are we, we going to land? Or, you know, oh, okay. when do I get my okay. Mai Tai? Okay. You know, okay. Or a stewardess? I mean, yeah, I guess no. my wife's not going to be happy about that. Yeah. But, I'm not going to argue. Or, yeah, it's a flight assistant. I'm sorry. It's a flight yes. assistant. I apologize. Hey, and actually, we should back up for a minute. Is there anybody that, uh, anything else you want to tell us about yourself? Anything no, about family? actually, the one thing I was going to say, and you brought it up, was my wife. You know, my wife's been there. She's kind of been my rock with everything that has gone on past wise. And I got my four little happy kids. You know, Evan seven, Kyle nine. Miliani 11 and Catherine 12. So my whole little tribe coming at you. Excellent. Excellent. <laughs> and um, in case there's any curious um, watchers, viewers out there, uh, I am not actually sponsored by Topo Chico, although some people in my life think I am. <laughs> but I feel like I should just point that out. So You never know. It's important. Could be a start. It's important. Yes. Hey, Topo. He's, Talk to me. He's calling. He's calling. Talk to me. All right. Next, another very important one. What's your spirit animal? My spirit animal, mm. dude, it's got to be a bear. Look at me. I mean, I, 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 I am a teddy bear at heart, bro. So, yeah, my spirit animal definitely has got to be a bear. And I don't mean like an evil grizzly rawr bear. It's going to be like just a happy poo. I've seen you at the regatta, poo. so, yeah, I think yeah. a bear is yeah. perfect for you. By the way, J.D., I want to point out, we told him to come relaxed. He came in, his uh, collar was no all tie. buttoned up, nope. no tie. And then we said that wasn't quite relaxed enough, so he uh, I even did, did a the, button. I know. Well, he wants to show off the gold chain. Released a little uh, gold bling. (laughs) Nice. Yes. All right. If you, uh, this is, uh, I don't even know if you'll even have a choice for this one. If you could eliminate one food so no one could eat it ever again, what would you destroy? Wow. The hard hitting questions. This is a serious podcast. I was going to say, that's serious stuff, you know? Oh, man, I get tofu, bro. Sorry. Tofu. Tofu, <laughs> tofu man. Give me real oh, meat. Man. I'm good. Holly is going to be mad. <laughs> oh, wow. Hey, oh, I, I want real protein, bro. Man, you can get a, hey, I didn't say black beans. See, but I love black beans, so you can't go that far. You're right. You can You're get right. protein other way. I, know. I had That's black right. beans and rice for dinner last night mm-hmm. out by the campfire. Nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A little camping. It was pretty good. I eat it straight up. It was pretty good. No, My sister and I eat it straight out the can. Just saying. That's, that's pretty good. Holly made black beans and rice for dinner last night. It was pretty good. Yeah, We lit it up with some hot sauce. Uh, she put Greek yogurt on it, though, because we were out of sour cream. That works. I mean, no. What? No, bro. What? No. Exactly. Thank you. No. no. Do you want to wanna host a podcast with me? Uh, maybe we can. <laughs> it's called, you put, you put it's called Michael Doesn't Know Anything About Food. <laughs> <laughs> which, which I think really would, I, mean, I, I was going to say, which really <laughs> may make you wonder about <laughs> <Yeah>. things. <laughs> By the way, in case uh, you don't know who yeah. Holly is, mm. that is JD's wife. Yes. Since he didn't really talk about himself. Clearly or, big into charity. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So is that, are we done with the hard quitting question? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's oh, no, I'm still thinking about the plane thing. <laughs> Who would I want to be? I need to talk to the pilot. I need to know what's yeah, going on. Good. Good Don't call. worry. On each episode, we're going to have a couple more questions for you. So yeah. there's okay. still more hard hitting. Uh, Later I, on. Yeah. Don't worry. We'll Don't worry. Uh, so let's just get right into uh, the red light Ooh. at 9th Street because, man, if, if you've lived in Okeechobee for any amount of time, you've probably wondered, hey, why is there... Not a red light here. Okay. So, and I'll do a little background. Yeah. Because I know you guys, uh, you know, you asked me to talk about this one. Uh, ninth, believe it or not, in the city, that's our most dangerous light. We've had more accidents there than any other intersection, which, you know, most Okeechobee people would say, no, it's got to be the main intersection. Hands down. It's, you know, it's literally an issue that we have constantly. And it's really the blend of traffic. 
you know, you have industrial, you have residential, you have, or you have commercial, you have a blend of vehicles and traffic types mm-hmm. with no way to separate it. Right. So. And how did you recognize this? Did you guys do a study or how did, how, how, what started this whole conversation? The study started back, I want to say 2003, 2002. The city had actually recognized that when they started doing the Commerce Center to, hey, we need to do a light. Um, DOT kind of said no. I guess that's a nice way to put it. Uh, fast forward almost, you know, 18, 19 years. Uh, I know I've been working on this light now five years to try to get it approved. So I reached out, got some community support, put together a fantastic video to kind of demonstrate what the issues were. DOT had come out, you know, in that time. They've done traffic warrant studies and everything you need to do from that, you know, that dorky engineering side to prove the light is needed there. But they wouldn't just come look at it. And I think that's what the video really kind of put everything together. So I was excited. I mean, when they finally said, yeah, we're going to give you your light, I was excited. You know, district secretary called me, and I know him pretty well, and he called me because, oh, we're getting a light. I'm like, yes. <laughs> Got worried. So are you saying that um, originally the the, engine, the engineering side of this or how DOT um, justifies putting in a new light we didn't necessarily meet those qualifications on the research that was done. And, and not to go in a really in-depth on the numbers, but they call it uh, turning movements. Mm-hmm. The, the numbers, if you look just at the numbers, did not qualify. We right. didn't have the true turning movement numbers to require a light. But again, when you come out and look, that's why I always urge young engineers, just because the number doesn't say anything, what's the, what's the actual meaning behind it? So they right. came out and looked at it. Again, you saw the video with you know, school buses being blocked, semis blocking traffic then you understand why in that combination of traffic. So it's not always about numbers. Right. So well, let's talk about here. that video then just for a second here because he's not on a camera right now, but hiding over behind the mixing board is uh, Chris Chachi Ongswan. So big thanks what, to what? Chris again, of course, for being here with <laughs> yeah. us. Thank you, Chachi. Thank you, Chachi. That was him with the nice squeal there. But yeah, so what it was, uh, just to give you a little background, it was uh, Chachi went out for a 15 minute span because that's basically how long a drone battery goes for. And it was a constant shot for 15 minutes. And in that 15 minutes, there were what, four to five minimum close call accidents in 15 random minutes. It was the one time that we went out and that much um, I don't even know, just that, that many scary situations happened in, in, a, in the span of a random 15 minutes. And I can tell you when I sat with the district secretary on that at DOT, he thought that we put this, you know, that video together, kind of the rest of the video with accidents over hours and days. Of, I was like, that, that really? video was 15 minutes. I was like, you picked the random 15 minutes. And again, him and his staff came out and sat for 15 minutes and then they saw it. So again, having somebody come here, look at it and understand the local perspective whole reason this too get wow. the local perspective on it is what got it yeah and, and i, I and know there was some other pain and what <laughs> and being a tremendous pain <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> perseverance there yeah you go. perseverance <laughs> well that's what it takes isn't it sometimes to get things done in government or any business uh making sure you do have the drive and willpower to follow through well with this one i, I know jd when i spoke that we put together a video literally i took it to my council and they said hey do what you want and i think the last Words they told me were was good luck. <laughs> well, literally the next morning, I had it delivered to our state senator's office, our state representative's office. I sat down with district DOT, I ha- handed them individually their videos. So we made that impact pretty quick, and right. they realized how important it was after they watched the video. Impressive. Now so. I know there are a lot of people that are a little nervous about another red light being there, which 
Um, if you've only lived in Okeechobee, I guess having to go through three red lights on your way to work can be a lot. But, you know, it's not it, – it's only one extra red light, but uh, there are definitely people concerned about – that slowing them down or how that's going to affect the railroad crossing there what can you say to that? well there's going to be a railroad's going to have a signal as well okay. so i mean in when it comes through i think safety's paramount so although somebody's going to experience another light coming through town mm. safety's still number one i mean i and i would say that regardless on if it's going to take you an extra minute to get to work but you're going to arrive safe a truck's not going to t-bone you or anything like that or any of the numerous accidents that um that happen at the intersection so I, you know again i if that's a concern you know, I, th- I think getting there is more important than yeah. not ever getting there. Well, and how does it how does it work to, um, I've always wondered this, let's say that there is an, a medical situation and you have an ambulance heading north on 441 and there's a train there, which obviously that's nothing to do with you. How well, does that come into play? We're actually doing something a little bit fancier. The county and city, um, regardless of what the outcome comes of that, but the county and city, we've gone through a process called Opticon. So that's going to be a little, and it's a whole separate topic we didn't even bring up now, where it actually times, GPS locates an emergency vehicle, say the fire truck, so it turns the signal of the light. Again, the train, I can't do a whole lot about the train. You know, it's not going to change that signal. That signal will still have the train there. However, any other time, it will get that emergency crews through there. So trains are trains. And usually two to three times a day is what the train crossings are. It's the... The other project. Again, we're not going to talk about that one yeah, yet, yeah. right? I know one, one thing back uh, in my real estate days when I was doing it, I was working on an appraisal and the, there was a railroad that ran through the property. And back then I was quickly told that although you might not think about railroads being very active in the U.S., they are one of the strongest organizations or groups that you will ever have to come against in the U.S. government. That is true. So it And was, they move uh, more freight than anyone and cheaper than anyone too. So. Yeah. Wow, that's exciting though. Oh, being able to use GPS. Yeah, technology use it for our benefit, right? That's what we're doing all over the city. Trying anyway. (laughs) Speaking of technology, um, move on to the next one. Well, I guess yeah. Let's uh, let's move on to the uh, actually. I do have one follow up question. Do you think that the and I, I I feel like I know the answer to this, but this red light should greatly diminish the safety concerns that we have about this intersection. Hands down. It literally hands down because now it gives each one of them. And the biggest contributor to the safety issues there are the semi-trucks that are trying to come in and out. Um, another offshoot, not only is it the safety become a little bit uh, increased, but also now the potential for development within the city commerce center has now become a little bit more you know, a little bit more in the limelight because we have a, an ability to get semi trucks out of the park. Right. I've had a lot of people come talk to me about development, but they don't want their trucks having to cross or do you know weird angle or go through yeah. residential areas yeah. to yeah. do it. So it's it's helping us on the you know uh, economic development side as well. Right. It, yeah. It's got to be. Yeah. You know, think about it, it's got to be a huge liability if you're a company owner knowing that. Well, my trucks are going to have to pull out here, and then what if it causes an accident? And yeah. this I could, just block you know. traffic for a few right. days, and that's all okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's what it seems like. So, yeah. Hmm. Well, you know, what I think is great about this, this is something that a lot of people have been wondering about, and to have you directly tell us about it, uh, Marcos, we really do appreciate that. And we want to, again, this is going to be both an audio and video podcast, and we'll put it out on YouTube and Facebook and wherever else. But, <laughs> Go ahead. No, I was going to say the mayor joked with me. I said, hey, I get this light put in. Can I put my name down at the bottom of the mast arm? So he said I could. So we'll see. I may get a little sticker and put it down there at the bottom. Nice. 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 I like it. But if you have any other questions, one thing that's great about living in a small community is the accessibility. And, you know, you're always available for taking questions, and we do appreciate that. But you can also, if you put them down in the comments, 
look, social media is not a place to have a real discussion. I think we can all agree with that. But if you have follow-up questions that you don't feel that we answered um, or that we asked, uh, reach out to us and, you know, we'll do what we can to get those answers later. Or you can even reach out to me directly too. There I mean, you go. I'll, I'll you know, we're really guys. trying to get people to reach <laughs> out to us and get some followers here. Yeah. No, but yeah. we could actually, we'll put uh, your information at the bottom of our. At the very bottom, I get you. Yeah. And obviously, Kinda everybody, like this is uh, right now, we're concentrating on local Okeechobee issues, but please like the podcast, subscribe, do all those things because if nobody's enjoying this, we're not going to keep making it. Um, actually, that's not true. We're going to enjoy it because yeah. we want to learn more. So, hey, you, you, for us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we You've already got a subscriber right here. Dude. Thank you. It. There we go. Nice. We got love one. Chachi hasn't made his mind no, up he's, yet. He's, so. he's, still, <laughs> he's like, not so sure he's, yet. Yeah, he's been Snapchatting the entire time over there. Uh, yes. All right. So, uh, we are going to move on to the next topic. And uh, so, everybody that listened to the first one, thank you very much. And uh, we're going to get ready and stick with us for uh, round number two. Sound good? We have a choice. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> totally.